Blog Talk Radio. Having trouble keeping up with the accelerated life-altering changes occurring on the planet? Reporting to you from the new Earth, the newly forming world reality of vibrant health and well-being, united community, and personal evolution. Tune in to learn how to update your internal coding and biocircuitry to the rapidly shifting consciousness so that you too can become a divine human. New Central is the brainchild of Meg Benedicte, a pioneer in quantum vortex healing and energetic activation, weaving together ancient spiritual knowledge, quantum physics, and vibrational healing. Every show is dedicated to promoting a holistic lifestyle that supports all life on the planet. Additional services are available at our website, NewEarthCentral.com. And now, here is your host, Meg Benedicte. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the show. Uh, Lots of intense energy swirling around in the ethers, and we'll be working with those when we get into the vortex. But let's get started with bringing on Manette here. So welcome to the show, Manette. Hello, lovely one. How are you today? You know, I'm I'm doing better. I was uh, really wiped out last week, so it seems like I um, have been able to integrate a bit of the energies from the eclipses. We're curious to see how you guys are doing. We're still in the middle of all the September activations happening right now, and it's been intense for the past couple of weeks as we've gone through three eclipses and Mercury retrograde and Jupiter moving to Libra. <laughs> so tomorrow we're is still Easter here night. somehow. We're all still alive. <laughs> <laughs> we survived so far. And then um, also Mercury Mercury turns direct tomorrow as well. So we're we're we were just talking before the show and saying we're gonna need October to catch up with all of this. <laughs> Absolutely, and I'm so looking forward to getting together with everyone today and getting good and grounded. Yeah, we need to ground all this in. I I found over the week as well, I it literally felt like I was walking on air. I, I'm like, oh, dang, I need to get grounded more every day. Keep working with it because this is a lot of energy coming in, and our bodies need to be able to integrate it in, absorb it all in. So, yes, grounding. We'll do grounding in our activations here as well, but keep making a, a point to keep grounding all the all that's coming in now. It's 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 quite a bit. Now we've the the eclipses as we've talked about in the past are closing out old situations and old paradigms, old habits and things like that and then also opening doors to new beginnings. The equinox is a bit different. This is a stargate to the point where it really is opening us up to galactic energies, galactic light that is helping to activate more of our ascension process. So it's a bit of a different focus, but it's kind of perfect when you think about it because it's coming after we've done all these eclipse clearings and 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 uh, releasings and then openings, and then we get to step into the Equinox Stargate tomorrow. We'll connect to the energy tonight, but we'd love to have you join us tomorrow if you can. It's a separate event, and we'll be broadcasting it, Manette and I, at noon tomorrow, uh, Pacific time. Um, you can always get the replay link as well and work with the activations on your own time. But it is 
these four times a year, the two equinoxes and then the two solstices, these are big uh, Stargate uh, openings. And so I always like to do some work with them as they come around every quarter. Uh, so have you been noticing things around you, Manette, especially since all these eclipses have finally come through? Right. And well, just to um, pick, kind of piggyback on what you were saying about the uh, meditation for tomorrow, I just want to encourage anyone that has never participated with us in the middle of the day. I know it's hard in the middle of the work day, but it's always one of the most refreshing things to do, um, be, to take to take an unusual space to pull that energy into. And that always feels amazing. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, then, we're, we're always uh, like smiling big afterwards. <laughs> yeah, right. And they're, all, they're always, so, you know, for me, you know, because I have my regular corporate job during the day, it's a little tough for me to get to, but I'm always so glad I did. Oh, yeah. Yes, our our last one was just so touching. It was just, you guys mm. are awesome, just beautiful, beautiful intentions that we're, we're seeding into this planet. It's it's just really quite heart heartwarming to see it and experience it and share it with you. So that's coming tomorrow, and then we'll be able to integrate, and we'll we'll just continue through uh, October, helping the body catch up and bring it in and integrate it. And then our next global will be October 22nd. It will be back to the Saturday, uh, and then we have 11:11 in November. 1212 and 1221 in December. So those are the upcoming dates that we'll be working with the Planetary Ascension Stargate. So just kind of make a mental note. We'll be sending out newsletter uh, information to sign up for those dates. But that's what's coming up in the remainder of this year. And also, too, what's happening this week, well, actually the last couple weeks with the eclipses and then this equinox is it's setting up and patterning what's coming next March, April time frame. And so it's that's the time of the uh, seasonal eclipses in March, uh, April with the equinox then. So it is like every six months they, they, they set the tone and they, they set the pattern and the code. And then it begins to materialize within six months later. And I just keep feeling this huge ascension blast coming in uh, next next spring, well, for those of us in the Northern Hemisphere, next March, April. And it was interesting. I, I just uh, got back uh, yesterday from a trip to San Francisco, Berkeley, California, and I was presenting at the fifth dimensional, it was called the 5D Conference or the New Paradigm Conference. And I just share real quick here what I noticed when I was there. A couple things, actually. Um... I really think we are on the cutting edge of this 5D movement. I'm just going to have to say that based on what I'm observing. <laughs> because even the speakers on our panel who are, are you know, writing and, and presenting and speaking about 5D, when I'm listening to them, it, it seems like it's something that they are experiencing possibly in meditation or when they go into trance or, or hypnotism. But actually, I don't know how much of, they are, of their physical life is in it yet in the 5D field. And so, I, and, and so it was good for me to see this. It was good for me to observe this. Uh, I started entering the 5D field at least 10 years ago, but it wasn't 
my whole physical body wasn't able to get in it at first because I had to keep raising the vibration of my body to be able to access into that higher uh, frequency field of the fifth dimension. And so that's what I'm sensing is many, many people out there think they're really fully living in the fifth dimensional field, the fifth dimensional paradigm, and yet it's really just something they're accessing more through their psychic mind or their right brain, their intuitive mind, their heart could even be feeling into that unity consciousness, the harmony of it, feeling it, the collaboration, the compassion that exists in the fifth dimensional field, but physically they're not in it yet because they can't they couldn't talk about it they couldn't share what it feels like to be living in it and so that's when I began to realize oh my god I'm the only one on this panel who's talking about very discreet things to look for and what you're going to you know what to expect and what it's going to do to you and how how you're going to live in it so I came home and and at first I was like hmm what's what's going on here and and then I realized you know what I think we're on the cutting edge of this what do you think Minette? I definitely think you kicked the door open, ma'am. Um, and I definitely think that um, the star seeds and the light workers that you're participating with were definitely in the first wave and opening things yeah. up. Because like you said, I, it's very rare to run into someone who is even speaking the same language. And even when I read things um, about Ascension, when I read things about spirituality, like you said, it seems to be coming from um, a very mental place of understanding yeah. and a place of perception, which I think is still really, really necessary because we can't create it if people aren't at least paying attention to it. Um, but then right. when we, if anything that we look at in terms of the collective consciousness, we can see how little of it must be manifesting given what we're looking at. I think so. I, to, I, I was really, I mean, it was kind of like an aha moment for me to see this. Um, and and so I just want to congratulate all of you for all the hard work you're doing, too, and getting into it and and really starting to make it our homeland and our new paradigm and getting used to it and still adjusting to it. And for those who are new to this process, I just want to share with you real quick how it was for me to get into it. Um, as we were mentioning, I was first just accessing it through meditation. I'd have to get up into that higher frequency to be able to get in. And, and, I, and I, I can remember telling you, Minette, I'd get in there and I'm looking around. I'm like, there's nobody here. I'm all alone in this field. <laughs> You gotta join me here. And everybody. So I'm like, come on, come with me. And so then I, it was very interesting. It was over many months because, like I said, I had to keep increasing the vibration of my body. But it was like I could get my right brain in there. I could get my psychic mind into it. I could remote view it. But it slowly took a while for me to get the rest of my body over into it. It was like crossing a bridge through a wall of jello. It's like, because that, that wall of jello is the vibrational difference between the third dimensional field and the fifth dimensional field. It is very different. And so like I get a shoulder over, you know, and I start pulling my belly over and I'm like, literally like, ah, I finally get my legs and feet over into it. So I can start grounding into it. So, yeah, it was a bit of a, a journey to get in there and then continue to ground into it and hold the space open. And that's when I started pulling all our members in as much as I could as we worked together over the years. Because I can remember probably it was 2006 when I first started pulling in, 2007. 
But it mm-hmm. was a while for me to be able to fully 100% commit to living into it. I think my human self was quite skeptical. My ego didn't want to go in. So these are, I'm just sharing, these are some of my experiences in case you have anything similar to this or or if you're, if you're wondering, well, what's next? You know, where am I at? What, do I, what else do I need to do? So these eclipses and equinoxes, they're great activators to get you fully into the fifth dimensional field. The, the life isn't going to change uh, too much until you get in there, because as long as you're still grounding into 3D matrix, into duality, you're going to experience a lot of that conflict and opposition of duality, of polarity. So the more that you are intentioning, so every day just hold your intention, I'm living in the fifth dimensional field. I'm pulling myself fully into it and I'm grounding into it. And that then shifts the life. Some of the things I noticed once I was able to really get into it and make it my home base and and pull the soul in to my own chakra pillar and live from that that inner um, perspective of the soul is things started to smooth out more. It wasn't where everything that I would try to do in my life would get destroyed because of the of the backlash of the counterforce. So that is a huge benefit of doing doing the work to get into the five D field. Things smooth out. And you start to meet people and and collaborate with people who are also very heart centered and sensitive and compassionate and you start to you start to work from just a completely new reality than what we had to deal with when we were in in duality so anyways i thought i'd share that because that was just some of my observation this week when i was at that conference also too they had lots of different speakers uh you know on ufos and those who are predicting the future and so one of the the guys who I've seen over the past 20 years in the LA Expo every year, his name's Sean David Morton, I think I'm saying his name right, and he's actually, uh, he and Susan Shumsky are the ones who invited me up to Mount Shasta in 2012 to their conference. They did a Mayan conference there in May during the eclipse, and he was there, and, and he was also corroborating based on how he does his predictions on astrology and remote viewing of potential timelines um, thank God he knows they are potential timelines, uh, but he was also corroborate, corroborating that March, April is a volatile time, uh, and he was seeing more of like volcanoes and in, in, uh, earthquakes. But as as I think it's better to be forewarned so that we can then get in and start adjusting what could materialize and bring it more into that smooth alignment with uh, unity consciousness with the 5D field. So we have a lot that we're putting in place right now. So think of it more aligned with your 5D ascension and the planetary 5D ascension. And that way then we can support everyone moving into that reality and it's happening faster and faster now. And that was also something that people are talking about at the conference, that things have really started to speed up and the quickening's really happening faster and faster. So it was it was just really great to get that feedback and to see kind of, you know, one of the things that these events show me is where where our peers are, you know, and where we are and then it, it gives me a good gauge. So I'm just I'm just really proud of all of us. <laughs> <laughs> As a mind, do you remember we talked about the bridge? 
probably from what 2009 all the way through yeah. 2012 and the, it doesn't come up anymore no and and so i thought maybe it's good to li- you know to list it again for everybody who ha- weren't around when we were doing it back in 2009 2010 so yeah yes, maybe we could um, do it in yeah we could do it in today's activation where everyone just uh makes a an intention step through the bridge of the light and into the 5D field so um i'll i'll remember to add that in all right okay. i thought i'd share that anything else that you wanted to share with the group well, uh, I actually had a question. Maybe if you could um, kind of help me, because everything's been coming in so fast. I'm a little um, confused. So, because okay. <laughs> we just went through um, a lot of intense activations. I mean, just you, energy just off the charts. It was like really wired, and it's like I think I described to you as feeling like I was boiling, bringing everything in. <laughs> and you mentioned that we won't even really know what all that was for, for some time. Mm-hmm. So um, I guess my question is, what's the difference between the essential, the energy that we just went through and then you said there's going to be another big burst coming up with the equinox? Is there di- uh, a yeah. different, what, how, how does that, in an elementary way, how, what does that mean? Okay, so, so, the eclipses tend to close and complete old situations or habits or, or pro patterns, programs, these kinds of things, and open doors for new opportunities, new beginnings. So we see people are, um, there are people who are called to relocate right now, maybe get into a new living space, move to a new job. So there's a lot of movement, it seems, during the eclipses of of completion and then starting new, uh, new types of things in their lives. The equinox and the solstice are different. These are stargates that open up to the great central sun, to the galactic center. So think of it like a direct route open to our great central sun to the galactic center and it's open during that like it's probably about a a good 24 hour period but when you get into the vortex you're in no time so you can even connect to it earlier um it's starting tomorrow morning pacific time is like at 7 a.m i believe so that would be like 10 to 11 on the east coast uh, in the morning so starting early in the morning tomorrow so we can tap into it now and work with it. So the equinox and the solstice, they open up the stargate directly to source, directly to our galactic center, and it gives you an opportunity to receive a like a hyper blast of crystallized light or divine light, uh, divine intelligence. So that's what we can tap into. That will help accelerate your personal ascension by by just during the next 24 hours, just kind of point up to the great central sun with your antenna, your human antenna tower, and pull in the powerful surge of light. Just keep as much as you can without blowing your circuits open <laughs> and 
and fill up with it. And you can be very discreet on what you want to bring in. So you can say, okay, I want to bring in light that will turn on my soul DNA, or I want the light to help me um, mutate my my strands into multiple strands, or I want, you know, so you can be very um, discreet on how you want or intend how you want that light to help you. Um, or you can just open up and pull in more of the light into your soul blueprint. So this is, this. think of it as the equinox and the solstice as very much, uh, powerful ascension days, whereas the eclipses are more of life-altering events. They they will shift you from an old timeline to a new timeline, or from an old situation to a new one. So it's a, it's a little bit different, but they seem to come together. So you have these um, spring and autumn eclipses that are March and September's around that time frame, and they are always talking and communicating and lining up with these equinoxes. So they do seem to um, kind of work off each other and accentuate each other. But since we've got the eclipses now, in, in, you know, coming into our system, tomorrow really focus, well, tonight and tomorrow really focus on your soul ascension mission and purpose and your soul blueprint and re- really just want to blast it forward, take it, take it to the next level. Does that make sense? Yep, um, but that was because okay. we're always talking about energy, so um, I just kind of wanted to see, you know, or kind of articulate for everybody, um, yeah. you know, the difference. Also, Mercury goes direct tomorrow, <laughs> so we're having both tomorrow. Big enough, isn't it? <laughs> Yay, yeah, so, you know, it, it probably caused... Um, so some mishaps for you. It certainly did me with my website and the emails. Oh my goodness! So yeah, it's yeah. going direct. That was kind of messy, but yep, it is. It's going direct. So that also think of as forward motion. So you have more of a, a trajectory forward at the same time that the equinox is bringing in all this divine light intelligence. That's a that's a great combo to work with that. We'll be yeah, we'll be doing that tomorrow. That's a great combo. Indeed. Okay. Wow. All right, you guys. Well, we'd love to hear how you're doing with all of this energy. We we know it is, I'm sure, impacting you in many ways. So you know, let us know how you're doing with it. And let's go ahead. We'll get in and we'll do some some quick uh, adjustments and just balancing, neutralizing polarity. Let's get grounded. We'll ground in all this energy coming in and tuning into the equinox energies and then we'll open up the caller lines and if you have questions you want to email in to Manette send them in we've got a few already and we'll work uh, on as many as we can during our time together here tonight and then tomorrow we can jump into the the full on eclipse um, I'm sorry equinox energies in our global so I'll wait. let's go ahead and switch gears and get into the vortex and then we'll check back with you, Manette, as soon as we're done. Okay. Okay, you guys, let's go ahead and get grounded. We need to be grounded. I'm telling you, I, I literally couldn't feel my feet on the floor for a couple days. So it does take some extra grounding. Okay, so first let's go ahead and visualize our soul stargate, the triangle pyramid within the circle orb. We're going to step into the pyramid, get our feet onto the grounding base of our aura, right onto the earth. 
And I always see it like a crystal bracelet. Lock your feet chakras right onto it. They work like magnets. And as we anchor on, let's now move our grounding one level lower down onto the crystal grid of our new earth. This is the ley lines of diamond white light along the surface of the planet. And this is, again, a locking us into the 5D field. So every time you do this, it's just as, it helps raise your vibration where you can uh, slide into that 5D field. It's much higher than the 3D field. Okay, so we're getting steady and stable here. Let's open up the breathing, open up the flow of life force into the body. Open mouth, open breath, deep into the lungs. Use your diaphragm as we are inhaling in life force, light, kundalini. Breathe it in, life force. All the way into the heart, the lungs, into the chakra pillar. And then as we exhale, we release out any stress of the day, any tension, any especially body tension. Kind of shake it off, breathe it out anxiety, worry, just let it release for now. You're coming more into the now moment, into your body, into your body sensation, into your heart, your belly. And as we move into the body and breathe deeply that light, that life force into your heart, your lungs, into your chakra pillar, Let's also connect to spirit. So from the heart, we connect to our beloved mother, father, source creator at the great central sun. Connect to your oversoul presence and your soul family and origin. Connect to your spirit team, calling them in as well. This is your angels and your guides, master teachers, calling them in to support you. And then as we're grounding to Gaia, let's bring in the nature spirits, the devas, the fairy kingdom, and the elementals, bringing in the elements of air, fire, water, earth, and ether into the field. And then that outer orb is all around the outer boundary. And we've been getting this new boost this summer. And this is the crystal pillar coming down from source at the great central sun, all the way down through the body and around the body, down through the feet, and grounding through that crystal grid to the earth star below your feet, locking in. As we're setting up our sacred space, let's work with Lord Metatron, his Sacred Geometry, Metatron's Cube, embedded under your feet. This is my portal that I work with Metatron, allowing you to open up the vortex in a counterclockwise spin right to left. And it is of that diamond white light. Breathe into it. Counterclockwise spin. Increasing faster and faster towards the speed of light. This is increasing your body's frequency Increasing your energy field's frequency faster and faster. Spin it up. Good. And it's also unlocking the gravitational compression. And opening up our chakra pillar. And follow that upward spiral. Still spinning right to left, counterclockwise up your chakra pillar. From the feet to the root, and then all the way up the physical chakras past the crown, 
up into the higher astral chakras. Keep going up higher and higher till we get to the top. And it's here that we meet up with our higher self. Oh, our beautiful light being, higher self. This is your guardian, your gatekeeper of your channel, of your chakra pillar. Oh, there we go. Make a good connection and let's move through that 12th gate with the higher self into the field of light of the Godhead. So this is a field of popping electrons. This is what they call the virtual particle field. And this is the field of all that is. This is the field of our abundant universe. This is the field of all possibilities, the past, the present, and all potential futures. So allow yourself to blend in. There's no barriers here. Just let yourself relax into the pool of light and begin to merge and blend in union and harmony and oneness with all that is. There you go. Just let yourself relax in. You're dispersing your density and becoming like waves of light, liquid light. And just experience unity consciousness. Merging in oneness. Now it's in this field of light that we can connect to our soul presence in the Godhead. You're going to do this through your soul's unique energy signature. This is your soul vibration, your soul frequency, unique to you. Okay, there we go. Everybody's connecting up. We're still spinning right to left anticlockwise. Let's now start bringing the soul presence as a stream of golden light and sound waves down your chakra pillar. So we call it in, spin it in, breathe it in, pull it in, all the way down into the body, into the other chakras, into the heart center. Breathe it in and fill, fill up with your soul's love, your soul's light. Your light is your power. Fill up with your soul's strength. It's very healing and nurturing. This is your soul wisdom and knowledge, your soul mastery. Filling up, especially that heart center into a big golden sun, building and building and filling. Beautiful. Let it just pulse in your chest. This is your soul vibration. So we're updating the body to the soul vibration. Let's move it into every cell. Letting every string, every filament of light in every cell and every atom pulsing with your soul vibration, your soul frequency, your soul tones. Whew. Let it ripple up and down in every cell and every atom. We want to start to become coherent with our own soul's unique frequency, soul vibration. Okay, let's introduce the infinity figure eights to balance and neutralize any polarity. So let's start here at the heart solar plexus. This is our center of gravity. We're going to run it left, right, right, left, weaving your infinity of light and pulling all the opposite energies towards the center fulcrum point where they can begin to overlap and unite and blend in more harmony 
and release out the opposition, release out the polarized charge, the negative charge. There we go. So first we're starting to work on the physical body and the emotional body, releasing polarity. There goes more. Spin it out. Bringing everything into that calm null zone, neutral zone. Zero gravity, zero zero movement. It goes into a stillness, a quiet, calm, peaceful, neutral zone, still point. Just breathe into that still point in your heart, your chest. Okay, let's add the second infinity at the brain, left and right brain. Uniting into one mind, one brain. Weaving left and right, right and left. Really uniting the two hemispheres of the brain at that center, corpus callosum. Okay, there we go. They're starting to blend more. Now we want to harmonize them, balance them, and release any negative charge, any polarity, any opposition in the mental body. And there we go. Whoa, up and out. And some of this stuff got stirred up with the eclipses, so let's just do a good spin, releasing any old energies that are ready to return home to source. This could be past life energy. This could be karmic energy. This could even be trauma or memory, releasing from living in the time matrix. There goes a good wave coming off us. Keep spinning it out. Also, any discordant energies that do not match the soul signature that got in, either through the family or the collective, call it up and out. Good. Spin it out. Even from the ego, moving this energy into the light of source. We're updating. We're lightening up. We're letting go, and we're increasing our energy frequency so we can live fully in fifth dimension and higher. Our physical body is going into the fifth dimension. This actually came up in the conference, so let me just clarify. Uh, Someone was saying, well, you have to still be in your physical body, so you need to leave part of you in the 3D. I was like, "Eh, no, 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 no. Okay, you guys need to understand that we're not choosing physical or non-physical. We're bringing them together inside us in the fifth dimensional field. So again, let's let's revisit the five chakras. The lower three connect to the three dimensions, height, width, depth. Fourth chakra, heart, connects to time and space, time and distance. And the fifth chakra connects to the fifth dimensional field of unity consciousness, of living in integrity and wholeness oneness so we're not dumping the lower 3d chakras we're not dumping the 3d 3d experience we're just expanding and adding fourth dimension and fifth dimension to it so again think as if you're bringing heaven down to your physical life you're bringing all of you that's why i said it took me a while i had to get that physical body over into the 5D field. So it took a little work. So let's work on that first. We're integrating in all the benefits 
of the ecclipses. So we're going to spin in and integrate in anything that's been coming in to help you, to accelerate you, to enhance you, to open up new opportunities, new beginnings. Keep spinning them in. Take it deep into your chakra pillar, deep into the cell nucleus, into the brain, into the heart. Spinning in and helping assimilate in, absorb in, and adjust to all the benefits of these eclipses and Mercury in retrograde. Okay, we're getting a good grounding happening, good integration. And then you can picture in your mind's eye that you're pulling yourself through that wall of time and distance through the fourth dimension astral plane. So you're pulling yourself through the vibrational uh, frequency wall between the 3D matrix and the fifth dimensional field. And I, I just kept pulling wherever I could... Re- really hold that high vibration to access over. So it definitely was in my right brain first, my psychic eye, psychic mind, right brain, third eye. That came over first, and then I started pulling my heart over. Just keep pulling your whole body over as much as you can. Cross that bridge of time into the 5D field of unity consciousness and get your get as much as you over as you can. And you just keep doing this until you feel like you literally got your whole body in and can ground your feet into it. Okay, good. Everyone's doing a good job. Just pulling yourself through that jello wall, through the vibrational uh discrepancy between the two fields there good good i felt some more moving in okay so you're doing some some great shifting here and as you hold your intention that you're bringing the whole your entire unified field over into 5d let's also connect to the equinox stargate it's opening up to us all through tomorrow direct portal stargate opening to our galactic center, to our great central sun, to our beloved source, to our soul families. Yes, good. There we go. Now we're starting to connect to that stargate. And we're opening and receiving in the blessings of the equinox stargate to help us, to help us light up our light bodies, to help us activate our soul DNA, to multiply our strands of DNA, to help activate more and more of our Merkaba, to help bring in divine intelligence into our third eye, pineal. Just call in. Call in what you need to help you in your personal ascension. Straight from divine source okay let's breathe and call that in for a minute we'll spin it in spin it in spin it in call it in and take it into the brain pineal heart 
solar plexus, you're taking it inside you. And we'll continue to uh, recalibrate and adjust and accelerate up with it. Okay, now the feet magnets are starting to lock it onto your platform and your uh, soul stargate. Right onto the 5D grid. Still spinning. Keep it spinning in. Open your heart and call in this benevolent love of Mother Father. You're the direct open to them, direct portal open to them. There you go. Let's bring in that divine love of our galactic parents, love of our soul family, the love of the universe. All that you are contributing to this planet's ascension. Keep calling it in, that love. Feel the support. Feel all the help here. Okay, that's spinning in too. Spin it in, spin it in. Release what no longer serves you and open and receive in the blessings, the, the benefits of the eclipses, the equinoxin, mercury, turning direct, going forward. Mercury is one of the personal planets. It will help us feel like we're moving again forward and being able to create our lives. Okay, good. Now it's starting to lock in. The feet magnets are locking all the way in, spinning in, taking hold. You can tap on your arms, your legs, pull it deep inside, stay grounded. Keep your feet locked onto that grounding platform. Feet work like magnets, just just nice, strong suction holding you there. So you can be able to really integrate all that's coming in. It doesn't overwhelm you. Beautiful. Okay, as that's grounding in, let's thank our team of spirit here for all their support, and they're going to be with us as we're opening up the space for our group work. And let's set the intention that everyone receives the most optimum benefits of our group work, everyone receiving the optimum healing, clearing, releasing, and anchoring in. There we go. Taking hold. All right. Good work, you guys. Um, It's still moving, so just stay in your vortex spin. Keep your feet on the ground. Keep grounding it in. It's still spinning in. And let's see how you guys are doing. Uh, We can check on emails first, Manette. Let's come back to you. Sure. Um, I may have fixed the problem, but Russ wrote in um, earlier while we were talking that he says, in a 5D expression in timeline, would one get a kick-ass cold like the one I have now? Oh, well, that could so be precious. Maybe. I'm like, oh, I get it. Been through it. Know exactly what you're talking about. It probably is a kundalini flu as your these eclipses have really shaken things up. Um, let me check with you, Rest real quick here. Go to the soul presence in the heart center. Anybody who's having physical symptoms, I had a couple days of some flu. All right, let's see here. 
All right, actually, I got a yes and a no. All right, so the yes part is the body is shedding old density. So let's let's um you know you're, we're in our crystal pillar, so let's stream some of that crystallized light up and down your your channels, meridians, chakras. Let's just flush what's releasing rust of the density. Okay, here we go. So imagine you're like kind of under a shower or waterfall of it. We're going to wash it down the channels, down the feet, out into uh, earth to transmute it. And then the no was there's certain, let's spin up the physical body so it can get faster and higher in frequency where it will be able to hold in the 5D field. Now, once I was able to get in it for a couple of years even, I found that I was moving back and forth. And so this is very common. where, And it may be where it's just the time it takes for the human psyche and the ego to, to really kind of catch up. But they do tend to uh, go back and forth between 3D and 5D until they're done and they stay in 5D, the human psyche and the ego. So it feels like you are moving back and forth a bit. Oh, here comes a whole layer coming off, peeling off the body here. Whoa, let's spin that out. So again, we're releasing old layers or heavy, dense layers off. Whoa, there you go. Okay, a couple more coming off. This may have been what the body's trying to purge with the cold, with the flu. Okay, there goes more. Okay, now I'm actually seeing more light running through you. You were feeling kind of sluggish with that flu. So now things are starting to open up and move and vibrate higher. So we're going up higher, faster. And that's helping you throw off some more layers. And then whatever you can do, I'm sure you're already doing it, to just support the body as it is purging. And then if you feel like you're feeling sluggish and and your energy is dropping denser, use the vortex to spin it up back up faster again and call whatever parts of you are, are needing to come back into the 5D. And that way then you're you're kind of coalescing into 5D, bringing all, and this is, this is why it took a while. We're bringing, you know, all the bodies, physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual, over into the 5D field. We're bringing all aspects of ourselves from other timelines into uh, living in the 5D field. So it is a bit of regrouping and pulling all, all parts of ourselves together in more harmony and union as we get into that higher fifth dimensional field. All right, let's see if that helps at all. I hope you feel better soon. I like that one. I like the way that one felt. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, So for our first email, it's Pam. She says, hi, Megan Minette. I know and love a lot of people who are not at all interested in awakening. They are too busy or just don't care. What can I do to help them so that they don't get left behind in 3D? With their permission, could I contact their higher selves vertically from my higher self? 
Are you planning any further courses to teach the work that you do? Okay, a couple things to to look at. Check to see what's motivating you to try to affect other people's process and journey. A lot of times it's coming from the ego that thinks it needs to save people. Um, we're not here to do that. We don't need to save anybody. Everybody's where they need to be. So if, they're, if they aren't awake and they're still very much living in the matrix, that's where they're at. Now, we have some big blasts coming in the next couple of years. And, uh, and we're already seeing what this year did. It awakened a ton of people. So we're going to have more and more waves of people waking up as each of these blasts go through the planetary field. So just know that. It's, 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 um, so that would be my first thing is to look at the motivation. If you're feeling called to work with friends or family members, uh, I would ask for their permission. I don't work with anybody um, as best I can without any permission. Um, sometimes I'll help parents work with their children, but it's still I'm going through the parents and not directly accessing uh, someone's field without their permission. So that's a big that's a big part of learning how to live in 5D integrity. We don't push it on people, and we don't interfere, and we respect everyone's field as private and sacred. So, so. That would be the first thing. Just check and see where this is coming from. Um, I do not extend to anybody unless they ask for it, unless they ask for help. So if you're worried that they won't wake up in time, please don't worry. That means then they need to live in more incarnations to continue to learn and grow and evolve. They may be very young souls, and, and so this is part of their process. You know, We all started somewhere, so that's where they're starting. So that would be my my first um, uh, caution. And then, I'm sorry, Minette, was the, what was the last question you asked? Um, are you planning any further courses to teach the work that oh. you do? So I have the three courses right now available at the website. They're online courses, and they're they're actually very extensive. There's a lot of material in them, and I would start there. Um, when I ask my higher self, ask Metatron if there's anything new coming through, it, I keep getting the same answer all year I've been asking, and I keep getting no, not the time. So I don't know if more training is going to be presented Again, this is where I just have to live in the now, and if it if it starts coming through, then I'll begin to write it down and, and begin to develop the training. But at this point, I'm, I'm hearing that what's in those three levels of training is enough for most people to work on for years. <laughs> There's yeah. so much in right. There's so much in there and so much to practice, and and I'm still practicing it myself. So when I even get questions from people who want to learn how to teach it themselves or they want to do it as a healer, and I still get, no, not yet. People have to master this themselves in their own lives and their own ascension first before they'll be at a place that they can actually offer this to others that way. So no, not yet, maybe next year, but at this point I'm I'm getting a no, not yet. Okay. Um, okay. And well, from I have the, the, the that you know that that's very very true um, that you really can't um, push usher or 
um, insist on anybody else's progress. Yeah. It was hard for me in the earlier years because I just felt so concerned for everybody, and I'm sure that's what's what's uh, Pam is feeling. But I, I just kept get, kind of getting de- um, discouraged by my higher self saying, "You you have to honor where everyone is and respect where everyone is, and and not feel that they have to be where you are." <laughs> so that was yeah, that and was then, I, I don't know about you, but in the beginning for me, I was worried about um, the isolation, you know, the loneliness of it. Um, but that really didn't happen. It just never happened. There's never been a day since I've been doing this work that I've been like, oh, I really wish I had somebody to talk to. Like before I even had the impulse, a new person would show up to communicate with. Mm -hmm. Good, good. Yep, yep. (laughs) It's more and more people are are more, like that's what I noticed even at the conference, more and more people are understanding even the, the lingo we're talking. You know, they understand more of the language of 5D and the language of ascension than they used to even a couple of years ago. So it's a, it's really great progress. Really great. Growing. And so okay. um, from the next email is from Christine. She says, first, I just want to thank Meg again for the incredible session we had two weeks ago. Truly profound. I've been feeling wonderful, and many things have changed in a really positive way. Um, a huge undercurrent of tension has lifted in several areas of my life. Booking the session was truly one of the best things I've ever done for myself. I'm so very grateful. Uh, during this session, Meg cleared a few issues that seemed to be intertwined, a life in Egypt, my husband, my mother, and money. A lot of work was done on my lower back. Since the session, I've noticed a dull ache under my left shoulder blade toward the spine. Is this in any way related? Um, this afternoon, I was working with the recording of our session. Minutes after I finished um, and was feeling fantastic, my husband mentioned he wanted to plan a visit to his 93-year-old mother, and as soon as he spoke of it, my heart started racing, almost like a panic attack. I went off alone and tried to get balance using a gyroscope, but the racing heart sensation um, calmed down, but left behind a feeling of extreme fear in between my solar plexus and heart. I didn't feel right again for about two hours. Um, Could you please see um, if you can figure out what caused this and if it's related to the backache. It was very sudden and quite disturbing. Thanks so much, Christine. Okay, so let me just check in with Christine, connect with the um, soul, presence in the heart. So what I'm picking up first in the back of the shoulder blades, that's the back of the heart chakra. And so it does look like you are purging. This is very common for us. I feel things move out of there as well uh, pretty regularly. So this is the emotional body clearing out front and back heart chakras. Sometimes you might feel it in your solar plexus and throat, but this is emotional body clearing. Okay, so let's flush it with a crystal light. And there is some kind of a hook unlocking out of there at the back, which is the past. And so this does feel like it's past life, actually, some past life trauma. Whoa, let's get that moving. So anybody who gets uh, pain, jabs, these kinds of things at the back there are healing heart chakra issues, emotional, emotional issues. You might also be unwinding and releasing emotional attachment cords at the back of the heart there to the past. Let's let those go. Set yourself free from them. Okay, there goes more. And this does feel like it's actually some energy coming up from her, um, the Egypt life. Oh, yeah. Oh, there goes more. 
Now, it's interesting. When I tune into your mother-in-law, it feels like her soul was some kind of a, a persecutor for you in a past life. And so that could be what got triggered, some memory or some old emotional stuck uh, energies related to her uh, in the past life. So let's start calling that up now. And one of the things you can do, and we deal with people that we have some kind of a painful history with or a karmic past or things like this, you can do a couple of things. You can extend the infinity figure eight between your field and their field. It's not that you're hooking up to them. You're just balancing your energy fields with more harmony by running the infinity between the two orbs, between the two fields. Okay, let's start that. Want to bring the harmony in where there was any conflict or pain or suffering in the past with the soul, resolving the history with the soul. Whoa, there goes more releasing. Okay, you are starting to let things go here. Also, if you have if you guys come across where you do have conflict with somebody, especially if it is past life karma, you can also call in the divine uh indigo violet uh light. So let's bring in the violet light. It's coming in from the seventh dimension. It's uh often um referred to with Saint Germain, but I just call in the violet light from Mother Father. And it's an interesting light because usually Divine Father is represented with the blue light, Divine Mother with the pink light. When you bring them together, they create that violet ray. So it is part of their loving union, and we're directing the violet ray to you in your heart and to the other person in their heart. And this brings in more mercy, forgiveness, ease, comfort, where there was pain, fear, panic, trauma. Hurt, past hurts. Okay, good. That's ooh, that's a good shift there. And so this is something you can do on your own, Christine, as well, if you feel you still have any reaction to anybody. We can do this with anybody. So watch your reactions, you guys. And this will help neutralize it, bring it into harmony. That's what we're doing. We're bringing all polarized energies into harmony inside us. Okay, good. Whew, that just took hold. And you are still releasing. So we'll let that keep spinning. You may need to do it multiple times, but keep it in an in an outward flow. Good, good. Okay, that took hold. I just love seeing how you guys are all working with the techniques so well in your own daily life and your own ascension. It's just is really encouraging. It makes it everything we're doing here worth it, doesn't it? <laughs> totally does. And like I said, to, to see the acceleration of the work, I mean, the work that you just did um, right now for Christine, I mean, you think about it, that was something you and I, we used to do for an hour session. And so that's um, uh, so astounding it. to get to see the shortcuts, that's I guess. So amazing. Yeah, we're mm-hmm. really speeding up. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay, any other emails? And we'll go to our callers. Yep, um, this is from Christy. 
She says, um, I'm needing help in clearing my lower three chakras with feeling safe, grounding, and being here. I'm finding that blockages and fear in this area are causing me illness and deterioration to my body versus thriving, radiant health and well-being. I also get a bad smell that comes from the top of my head when my fear of feeling not safe on this planet gets triggered, I can tell that these issues are from the old 3D mindset and are blocking my power yeah. in the highest path. And I'm wondering if there are others who are also struggling in this area and could benefit from the clearing as well. Um, could you please help me to clear those chakras and allow well-being and healing to flow and ground and feel safe so I can thrive and live my soul's highest ascension path on purpose? Okay. All right, so Christy, we'll we'll get it started, but this could be something that you're going to need to keep repeating because so much gets stored into those lower three chakras, the root, the sacral, and the solar plexus. This is our human chakras. The lowest root chakra is where the fear is stored. The sacral is where the shame is stored, and the solar plexus is where the guilt is stored. And so this is stuff that has been building up for lifetimes. So, okay, so let's focus on the lower body, you guys, lower chakras, human chakras, 3D chakras. Focus the vortex that's spinning and spiraling up your chakra pillar. Let's do a fast momentum spin at those lower chakras. So you're going to start to accelerate like a really fast like tornado in your lower three chakras i tell people uh in sessions it's like like drano in a pipe you're getting in there and you're spinning very very fast to kind of unlock and pull these emotions free pull the memories free pull the trauma free from these lower chakras now there you go. Okay, now things are starting to move. So this is where we get in there with a really fast acceleration and begin to unlock them. Spinning. Call it up. You just call these stuck emotions, stuck energies up and out. We spin them back to source light. Okay, now we're getting some movement. Ooh, good. It's getting faster. And this is very common. I couldn't even feel down here. I couldn't even go into these lower chakras when I first started. They were loaded. So this is, again, where you're draining out, burning out. That smell means you're burning it out. We're literally chelating this stuck energy out of our cells, out of our chakras. Okay, there goes more. And as we spin really fast down there and drill them open and get these emotions moving you may feel them don't connect to them wow i'm really feeling fear today okay spin it into the light don't connect to them this is old emotion you don't want to really re-establish them or re-experience them and you don't have to you just recognize okay looks like we're getting some good clearing in the root shock right now. I'm feeling the fear come up, and you just keep spinning it into the light. Use your crystal pillar, crystal light, and spin it into the light. 
Now, as it starts to open, we can pull the soul down more into these lower human chakras. Um, it's easier to get the soul in the upper heart throat, but it tends to get a little harder to get it down into the lower body. Okay, so the soul is coming in as a stream of golden light and your soul tones, your soul sound waves. So continuing with the downward spiral, still right to left. Keep pulling it past the heart and down into the solar plexus, down into the sacral, down into the root. And this is your kundalini life force. So as we clear and open those chakras, we get our soul to come in. And if it helps, you can even maybe visualize or imagine that your soul is a full light body and it's coming in and sitting into your hips, into the lower belly there, the lower chakras. There you go. That dropped in more. So you keep draining out, spinning out, clearing out, and pulling more of your soul down and in. The feet ground this. Feet ground this to take hold. Imagine your whole soul light bodies coming in, filling into the legs, the arms, the body cavity. You are sitting in your hips. You're in. And you're mo- there you go. You're moved more down into the lower body. So this took me a little while because, again, I had so much density here in these lower chakras so keep that as part of your meditation every day you just keep cleaning them fleshing them with the crystal light drilling them open and clearing out those really heavy dense traumatic emotions that was good that was a good shift too and that way then you're descending your soul down all the way into the body and merging merging with the human self merging your divine self with your human self And the key is getting these chakras open. Get this whole chakra pillar open so the soul can fill in. Okay, Christy, so keep working with that in your daily meditation, and it will keep improving. And uh, just let let us know how you're doing. I'm sure that helped everybody because this is something we all have to work on. Constantly. 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 Yeah. But one of the things that she that she said in the beginning of her email that I keyed into was something that I used to struggle with all the time, and that was feeling safe being grounded on the planet. Okay. Yeah. And that's I don't know okay. if everybody's still suffering, but that was really big for me. It took a it took a good while for me to get over that and really feel that it was safe and okay to, you know, bind my energy to the earth, especially considering what's going on with it right now. You know, I think the only way I could actually finally do that was when I could feel the 5D field. It it was just so uncomfortable and and not safe in the five and the 3D matrix. So I was like, get me out of this thing fast. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not I'm not gonna ground into this. Get me out of it. So the more <laughs> that you pull over into the 5D field, then it's like, oh, okay, now I can relax and I can breathe and I can actually ground here and start to feel safe. I also found the more the soul presence builds inside the body, the safer we get because it's creating such a powerful force field of your soul vibration that you are creating a very sacred sovereign energy field. This is where the, you know, the astral attacks or even attacks from people around you, however you're experiencing the disturbance, that gets less and less as you can really merge with the soul here in, in your chakra pillar and into the fifth dimensional field. 
Well, and one of the things that helped me with that, the phrase you just used, merged with the soul, one of the things that helped me do that was tapping into my homeland energy. Once yeah. we, once I really connected into that homeland energy and I remembered the depth of what uh, my soul energy felt like, that was pivotal in, in really feeling safer and, and feeling the, the timelessness of the soul, the unconditional mm-hmm. love of the soul. And those feelings became far more important than my fear. Very true. And that homeland energy comforts us. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's it, it, yeah, it just kind of creates this whole like inner cocoon of comfort and security. And it isn't coming from the material world. It's coming from you directly connecting yeah. and embodying that beautiful divine soul that is you and your home uh-huh. energy. Yeah. And we do that every time we go to the into our global meditations. We do that. We connect up to our home, our original home, our home star system, and bring that in. Absolutely, my so favorite part of the global meditation. I know. Like when I go to church, my favorite part is when everybody holds hands and says the Lord's Prayer. That's my favorite part. Yes. The unification. Yeah, there's it's so sweet. Okay, good, good. Uh, All any right. Other and so one more. Scarlett, um, she writes, um, I've been in transition with my creativity and work in the world. I've tasted two new opportunities going into the retrograde now, and now that we're coming out of it, they seem to be slipping away. Are they really? Or is there an ancestral contract that's wreaking havoc that needs to be cleared to move things forward? If so, could you help me clear it? Also, can you check my field? I've been working to get steady in 5D, but it's been like three steps forward and one step back. That's normal. As I mentioned earlier, we do kind of move back and forth a bit. Don't get upset if that's happening. That is how it seems to work. Okay. Okay, let's just check Scarlett. Let's go to your soul and the heart. But I think that's a good sign that things are moving, right? Yes. Yes. It's like we're kind of going back and retrieving what's left of us in 3D, and then we keep pulling it over more and more. So it's not like you're getting – you're not losing ground. You're not going backwards. You're just retrieving. You just keep going back to 3D and retrieving what's left. Bring it all over. Um, I Okay, so this is – I think we talked about this in a recent show where – you know, we live in a holographic universe with lots of parallel timelines, and sometimes opportunities can come in, and we're already experiencing the benefits of it, and we're getting what we needed of it, and it drops away. So I'm actually picking up one of those is happening for you, and the other one does seem to be losing steam. So it's, I think you're moving so fast, you're moving into some new opportunities even beyond these so they're saying stay very light on your feet open to what your soul's bringing to you Um, we don't always have to materialize everything a lot of times we are um, experiencing parallel realities and bringing in those energies and then it and it's completed and it drops out before ever even materializes this is a the living multidimensionally can be a little strange this way but it seems to be how it, it does work 
Okay, so here's what I'm getting, and this is for everybody who's working with these new doors opening up from the eclipses and the equinox stargate. So opening your chakra pillar and receiving these blessings coming down and in. We did this earlier. You can continue to do that. And connecting to what is for your highest good, what really matches and serves you the best. Okay, there we go. I'm going to feel that energy coming in. Because there, a lot of times we get uh, options, but not all of them really are the most optimum. I get invited to lots of stuff. I don't do most of it because it just feels like a drain. It wasn't actually going to be a bet, a good match for me. So mm-hmm. okay, there. Now I'm feeling energies coming in, Scarlet, down your chakra pillar. Um, to be able to do deep ancestral healing, we'd probably have to do a private session. I, um, it's not something I can just knock out in a, a minute. <laughs> I wish I could, but we'd have to dig and look at your contracts with both parents. And it just takes some some investigating work to do deep ancestral clearing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Whew. Okay, that just opened up your flow coming in more down from your higher self into your heart into your core, and now I'm feeling you start to connect deeper to these opportunities. They were moving out of range, so we want to hold the energies of all that we're pulling in inside us into your heart's magnetic field so it can manifest. Um, if you just just connect to it with the mind, it's not in your magnetics. You need to really pull it into your body, into your belly, into your heart, and so it can get into your magnetics. And you're holding it inside for safekeeping so it can really generate some chi and get amped up and come alive. Okay, now I'm feeling that start to go into your core. And I just do this with everything that I need to come into my life to support me. This is a process. It's a very private process. It's it's an internal process, and it's where we hold, you know, you hear that term, I'm holding space. You're holding space with the energies as they come in so they can manifest. Yeah, and that means really holding it inside in terms of not necessarily sharing it with other people um, in terms of your ideas or in terms of what might be opening. you got to really keep them inside until they take hold. Yeah, because the polarity can get to them. Other people's polarity can get to it. It's just, yeah, keep them safe inside. Okay. Okay, let's go. Um, We have a little time here for some callers, Manette, so I'm going to switch over and open up the lines here. Um, I just ask if we did work with you last week to come off the call so everybody has a chance to get through here and get some support. Um, First in the queue, I do not have names. Let me just call out the last four digits of your phone number. Okay, here, 6952, area code 970. You're on the air. Aloha, Meg. It's Melanie. Hi, Melanie. Um, What's happening in your reaction? Hi, sweetie. Well, I am falling apart. I was hoping you'd help stitch me back together. Um, I just (laughs) had a a profound and wonderful visit for my son. It's the first time in many years because uh, he lives out of the country. And um, it's my son and his girlfriend, and I've never felt so connected as I did last time I was around him. He and and I usually come together as a team, and we came in sequence this this time for what's going on with the planet. So I felt complete. I felt safe. I felt loved. I felt uh, accepted as I am and all these wonderful things. It was magnificent. 
And then um, they left, and I have been having panic attacks. I have been going back into that space where I'm fine when I'm with people, but as soon as I leave, I'm, I can't breathe. I'm, I'm totally, like, I don't even know what it is. I can't even define it. Grief, yeah. fear, worry, sadness, loneliness, it's just like drowning in it, and I'm not managing it very well. I've just really been not able to shift it. What you, what I'm getting as you're describing it, Melanie, is it's it's like some kind of form of separation anxiety. So let's start pointing the crystal light into where that consciousness is running in you, wherever it's programmed in. Um, it could have even developed in past life, but it does feel like it was reinforced a bit in your early childhood or even maybe in vitro. So, okay, let's start pulling Absolutely. it up. Okay, here we go. So think of it kind of like a cage that you're in, like a prison cage, and we're going to Unplug it and bless it with the crystal and the crystallized light, source light. Okay, there we go. Now it's starting to shift. And we're updating it that you no longer need it, that you have uh, ascended beyond it, and it's outdated now. Oh, here it comes. Okay, it's starting to lift off the body. We send it up to source. Oh, man, there it goes. Out. And just pull anywhere you felt attached to it or felt it was still um, being fed on your own energy or life force. Just pull your life force away from it. Okay, good. There goes more. Up, 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 and off you. And we let that rise back to source light. So it's, it's leaving the field. And then it is, okay, so once it's lifting off you, let's get back inside your center point here and we'll run the... Let's run the gyroscope, Melanie. So we're going to run left and right, the infinity, and then up and down and stabilize it. It's it's um, needing a new sense of kind of core stability instead of that program. Okay, there you go. You're establishing your core center. Whew. Oh, there we go. You're going deep into the core there. Good. Light the soul, light filling. I'm also getting just embracing all of the, the love and support that you experience. Don't let it leave you. Hold it inside you. Hold it in your heart. It's yours. There you go. Yeah, it's starting to kind of kind of filter out. Pull it back in and, and just allow it to be a part of your heart. Whew, you don't have to lose it. Somehow that that's that um, separation anxiety program was was running code or consciousness that you would lose that. So now that we removed it, you don't need to lose it. It's it's integrating with you in your heart. Good. There you go. Just builds that well-being in the heart. Okay, good. That's spinning in. Just keep it inside there. I had to I had to learn this as well. I kept hearing from my higher self. You know, anytime I'd have like a really great experience or, you know, let's say like a really good session with a a client, then it would just get shredded. My ego would go in and shred it and remove it. And I'm like, what the hell? (laughs) So they're saying, they're like, don't let that happen. I'm like, well, what do I do? And so think of it like a treasure chest or a pot of gold or something inside you where you're putting all these beautiful gems of experience, you know, these beautiful loving moments Keep them. Hold them in there. 
Don't let them be destroyed by the ego. Don't let them be released. There you go. Really claim them. I had to actually learn how to claim them as mine and, and allow myself to feel the joy of them, experience the joy of them. There you go. Oh, yeah. The, like joy was, like, yeah. the joy was causing the panic. Like when I would experience the joy, then I would panic. And so maybe it's a, a protection thing that ego thought it was helping or something, but could, that could it be. was really that interfering. Could be. And, and really now, put, now, the, go ahead. The um, possibility has come up that um, I would move up there near the border. They live in Vancouver, and I would move up to Point Roberts or Bellingham, which I've long wanted to do, but they're talking about in a couple of months' period of time, which is really fast, but I'd like to do it. I just want to make sure that it does seem like it is energetically supported and that I might, that, because it will require help from others, which I do not have in order for me to get out of here. And I'm I just see. wondering if that's supported. Okay, so let's go in front of your body here on the future path, and we're going to move into that option of going up to Washington, being close to your son, and see how it feels. I'm feeling a lot of positive energy in it, actually. Oh, feels like it supports you, it matches you, energizes you. Feels like when you, you know, as you're crossing that bridge of light into 5D, it takes you there. Awesome. Yeah. So that's when the, when, I'll, well, I'll tell you, you know, that's when the soul will bring it in. Uh, I had no plan to move to Ashland, it just all got pulled in. My soul just pulled it in and whooshed me into it. So this is when we know that it isn't really something our mind is planning. It's the soul planning it. Yeah. Oh. So let the soul presence in your heart just tug you there, pull you there, pull you right in. Yeah. Excellent. All yep. right. Oh, my yep. God. And, Thank and, you so and, much. You're welcome. And then, yeah, you just keep calling in for all the the kind of the the more of the material world stuff we need to do some kind of move like that. You just keep calling in the resources for that. Excellent. Yeah. Okay. Good, good, Melanie. Yeah, this is great. So this is and and tomorrow's amazing day for you to set that in motion. Yes. Right. It's yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Couldn't been better. So go awesome. go to town. <laughs> Keep working on it. And blessing. Through the Thank day you. You made, You're welcome. Thank you. You made my day. Thank you, honey. Okay, good. Okay, let's go to, let's see, next in the queue, we have uh, 8964, last four digits, and then area code 760. You're on the air. Hi, Meg. Thank you. Actually, Manette just read my email, and this is my first time calling and joining. So I had called ahead and also sent that. But I want to say the things that I – it was the, the one with clearing the local the lower three chakras. Um, Christy? Every, yes. <laughs> so thank you okay. so much. You're welcome. And um, everything – what I was trying to describe in the email is what you described through the beginning of the whole call about pulling oh, yourself good. into Boy, you're the right on it then. Good. Yeah. yeah, and I had felt I felt um, my upper chakras are were 
spinning well and getting clear, and my heart was kind of back and forth as it was clearing. And then the lower yeah. just seemed to have, like, it was almost like a crust or just 3D gunk through them. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as I that I was going to call today, I, it was like that intention just started clearing things out and shifting things out. And <laughs> everything that you shared was so powerful. So I'm going to be integrating that and putting those into practice. So thank you so much. And I'm sorry that I called. I didn't know how to undo it once she read my email. So I apologize for that. So, okay, I'm glad out. Yeah, it looks like this is um, yeah. this is kind of the theme of our show tonight. So great, Christy. I'm so glad. Yeah, so just keep working <laughs> with those steps. <laughs> Will do. Thank you. Take care. Okay. You're welcome. All right. And then let's go to our next caller. And I don't have a phone number. I just have anonymous. I'm going to guess you're coming in through the online. Um, if you can give us your name and what you're working on. We have some feedback as well. That's not going to work. Let me try this instead. Anonymous. Hello? Okay. I'm going to guess you're coming in through some kind of a, a online call. Um, all right. Sorry. Um, I, can't, I can't get an answer from them, Annette, so let me come back to you. Okay, um, well, we did get another uh, email from Randy. He just said, next week, can we please look at energy product? Energy what? Energy product. I know before, when uh, the last time we were working with Randy, we were working with the energetic sulfur. Yeah, organic sulfur. You know, yeah, I actually see. started taking it as well. I ordered, after talking with Randy, I thought, you know, he, he's working on healing MS and I'm working on healing lupus. So I thought, let me try some of that organic sulfur. So I did get some. It comes in a crystals, little crystals you dissolve in water. And I, I just started working with it this week. So I'd love to hear how Randy's doing with it. I'll share if I start to notice. Um, I'm using it to try to help with reducing inflammation from lupus. Um, but uh, if Randy, if you can send us a little more detail of what you're asking. Uh, Manette and I aren't quite sure what you're pointing to. Yeah, which that. product? Maybe we can talk about, like, uh, maybe maybe the S was missing, maybe man energy, you know, other things like, you know, organic sulfur or electrolytes. And yes, yes, um, we other- do use. We use Crystal Energy. Um, I use a liquid silica product called Crystal Energy, um, and... That might be what you're talking about. Well, yeah, we'll have to get more, um, a little more detail on your question. Um, and I know he is, he is, he's uh, did send an email earlier this week saying he was able to walk a little easier. Let's just let me just um, send some crystal light through your system, through your through your meridians and channels. And this is let's all focus. So we're standing in our crystal pillars. Let's focus the crystalline light beams into the body, especially anywhere you are having physical symptoms or you're dealing with any old illness or disease or aging, anywhere that the body's decaying from being in time. This is what we're cleaning up right now. And I've been working on this for 20 years, but I couldn't get deep into the physical symptoms as much until I had to clear the emotional uh, trauma, the emotional memory uh, 
because most of what's showing up in our physical bodies is pretty much attributed to a lot of that emotional energy. So you kind of work your way down. You're working down the layers, right? So we're working through the mental body, the emotional body, and finally getting into the physical body and working on improving the health of the physical body. But I realized I wasn't going to get too far on any kind of physical healing until I did the deep emotional healing. So I just want to remind everyone that that you can't really skip that step. <laughs> it's a big one. And oh, you so right? can I've been working on weight issues and just being I mean, just yeah. miserably bloated and things like that. And it, like I said, I sat with it and it was like, no, my dear, you cannot take a shortcut. You have to process those, you know, or, you know, those emotions energetically. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> It is so true, and I can't tell you how many times when I have real extreme inflammation and I'm thinking, okay, or allergies, I have extreme allergies, mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, what the heck did I just eat? And of course, I always get the same answer. It's not what you ate. It's not what you breathed mm-hmm. in. It's emotional, and I'm like, oh, crap. All right, mm-hmm. so let's keep feeling the emotions. So this is, again, yeah. just kind of a... A, a public announcement, <laughs> keep working yeah. on the emotions. Yeah, they were always and still the, working on it. It's always a process. There's no perfect yeah. place. And just when you get one thing perfected, you get to move on to something else. It's just a yeah. constant upward spiral. It, it really is. We cannot skip it. So um, let's use the crystal light. So we're using the crystal light beams and pointed anywhere you are encountering, even like what Christy mentioned in the lower chakras, Emotions. We want to get emotional free of this old baggage and let the crystal light just wash through you. It's flushing through you. Oh, there we go. I can already feel that. They're just bathing in us. It's feeling so great. So let it clean you, purify you, and lift any emotional energy that's ready to go. We just transmute it into the light. Especially if you are experiencing any kind of fear, panic, anxiety, this stuff can really lower our vibrations. So we'll keep moving those energies into the crystal light beams, just washing through them. Good. And helping your body. You can also talk to your DNA. You can talk to your body consciousness, your body intelligence, and keep directing it to use the crystal light now as your immune system, as your fuel, as your life force, as your healing energy. So you aren't having to use the old systems anymore. We're completely retraining, repatterning, recoding ourselves to live on that crystallized light. Okay, there we go. That was a good shift. And let's spin that in. Keep grounding it in, spinning it in, anchoring it in, breathing it through you, anywhere you're feeling any uh, imbalances or ill health or any kind of inner turmoil or conflict, keep dissolving the light into it. This is where we're really learning how to transform ourselves from the inside out with this diamond white crystallized light. This is our new food, our new fuel. There we go. And as that's spinning in and taking hold, you're bringing it into you and all levels of your being. Beautiful. Okay, the grounding in, spinning in, anchoring in. And 
let's connect to our, our golden path, our ascension path. You've got gold boots locking you right onto your ascension path of light. And right in front of us is this equinox and Mercury going direct. So we're opening and embracing those energies now and through the evening and into tomorrow. All the upgrades, the ascension support, the ascension upgrades, ascension activations. It's coming in through that equinox stargate. We want to go to the next level of our ascension plan. Continuing to transform the body where it's living in 5D and higher and living on the crystallized light. This is a big deal where we get free of emotions which are triggered by the ego and really living more in a feeling state of being feeling energy sensing energies feeling love it's a very different way of running energy through us so let's set that in motion now and we're going to continue to work with it going into tomorrow and then we'll meet up again next week and continue our progress moving forward I'm so proud of you guys. I just love seeing you work with this knowledge and this technique in your daily life. It's just, it makes it all worth all the hard work. It's awesome. Yeah, you you guys are all doing great studying and practicing. It's awesome. It's really, really amazing to see. And thank you, Manette, again, for all your help here in the show. You are Couldn't do it without you. It's a pleasure. Great. Okay, so I hope to see you tomorrow, noon Pacific, and have an amazing night, everyone. We're sending our love to all of you. We're in this together, and we're really making some great progress here. So keep it going, and we'll connect very soon again. Bye for now. Good night, everyone. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.